Well, hello there. Oh, first broadcast ever. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, my name's Tim. Uh, I've been on Periscope and on Haps for a while now, just watching. Uh, enjoying all your broadcasts out there. I thought I'd get on and try with the encouragement of some of you. So I wanted to bring something new to the uh, platform. I don't see a whole lot out there about mental health awareness. Uh, this is something that I've become very personally uh, intimate with here over the past year. Um, <laughs> so I've been uh, a firefighter here in Frederick County, Maryland for 14 years. And um, last year, things were just starting to go downhill. Um, I mean, it had been a slow progression, whether it be on the job stuff or, um, you know, just personal at home stuff. Uh, everything kind of took a turn for me uh, last year. Um, I had been, I had been divorced previously. Um, I am remarried now, but um, about six or seven years ago, I was married, and my actions and what have you, we'll get into that here in a bit, um, led to a divorce that spiraled me. I wasn't doing well inside, outside, um, and pretty much everything but my job was gone. So it took a good 10 years of hard living uh, to finally admit that I needed some kind of help. Um, and this is just my story. Uh, I hope if we can do this broadcast every week, we can get some of you guys in here. Um, share if you want. Uh, you don't have to, of course. Um, but what my overall thought here uh, was to kind of bring people in, um, talk a little bit about a different topic every week. I've learned quite a bit here uh, this past year about mental health, um, everything from depression, anxiety, guilt and shame, uh, PTSD, alcoholism, etc. So getting into it uh, a little bit deeper, I had always been uh, drinking a good bit, you know, life of a fireman. Uh, we definitely know how to have fun on our days off. Um, uh, but I guess I was taking it to another level. Um, and I, did, I fought it for so long uh, that I didn't have a problem. Uh, I just didn't want anything to do with the thought that there was something wrong with me. Um, but I got to slowly watch everything that was special to me leave. And uh, yeah, definitely. Well, it came to a head last year. I'll, let me get into that. Uh, so last year I was working a shift of overtime at my firehouse. Um, and I had had some pains in my side, my left side, um, before, but nothing really bad. Nothing that incapacitated me like this did. Uh, so I was working, went in at 6 a.m., and by 10 a.m. I had reached the point. I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I had to uh, take sick leave for the rest of the day, and I went straight to the hospital. Not knowing what was wrong, um, got into the hospital, um, and they were kind of thinking, you know, this is probably just kidney stones. You know, this happens. 
a lot. You know, we'll get you in for a scan, get you on your way. Um, so went in for the scan, come back out, and to steal a line from Jim here, Jim in Chicagoland, lo and behold, uh, they came back with not kidney stones. Uh, they said, you have pancreatitis. Um, and it's not acute pancreatitis. It's not, you know, the start of pancreatitis. This has been going on for some time. I, we don't know how you hadn't noticed this sooner. <laughs> you have jumped into chronic pancreatitis with necrosis. I had basically killed about 10% of my pancreas. And for those of you that don't know, that is a vital organ. Um, they cannot replace it uh, and you need it to live. Um, it's basically your front line of defense for your whole digestive system. Uh, so anyway, long story short there, they told me you are, uh, you can't drink anymore. That just will kill you now. This is, this is it for your uh, drinking career. As I take a drink of some energy drink there, <laughs> that's my new uh, beer, I guess you will say. But anywho, uh, back to the story. I probably should have prepared some notes or something to go off of. I'm just kind of winging this off my head. I've never done this before, if you hadn't noticed. Um, but we'll make it work. And uh, hopefully we'll get some some people to watch. Uh, we'll get it promoted. See if we can't make this a weekly thing, um, going over stuff like this. Because I, I find it's very important. Um, anywho, uh, back to my experience. Yeah, they said that's it. As far as you, you'd ever being able to drink alcohol again, you, you just can't or you will die. And I said, okay, well, that's a gut punch. And I'm still not at the point right now where I was okay with admitting I have an, a problem. I'm just like, all right, well, I guess that's that. Uh, so I get... I spend 11 days in the hospital, 11 long days. And they, the only way they can kind of fix or remedy the situation is to put you what's on called an NPO diet. And this is nothing by mouth. So I had pretty much, I think it was eight days uh, where I was just on nothing but a IV and pain meds. Um, I couldn't even have drink water, uh, ice chips, nothing, nothing by mouth. They have to rest the whole digestive system. So anywho, they wean you back on food, liquids first and solids, and then they send you on your way with the, hey, just don't drink anymore. Cool. <laughs> All right. So I, I did that. I was good. And I got home. Spent about two weeks off of any alcohol, completely sober. And then I, you know, the sick brain that I now know that I had all along started uh, kicking in saying, hmm, I wonder if it's going to hurt if I just, you know, take a couple drinks with my buddies. So, of course, that didn't take much talking in uh, for me to talking myself into it. And I went ahead and started. And, you know, uh, that will quickly escalate. Uh, no doubt about it. I was back full-blown where I'd left off, if not worse, uh, within no time at all. Um, another two weeks of that, found myself back in the hospital and that was another eight day stay. Um, and that's when I decided that this is beyond me and I, I don't seem to have control over this, which was a very 
scary and interesting thing to come to terms with. Uh, I've always felt that I had control over every aspect of me, my life, what I was doing, and it's just not the case in this circumstance. It was a big blow to the ego. Um, so uh, fast forward a little bit. They, uh, they fixed me up again. Got me better again. <laughs> the whole nothing by mouth. All that again. And then I decided myself to go inpatient to rehab facility for firefighters here in Maryland. Um, it's for the nation. Any of us that are a union member of the IAFF, International Association of Firefighters, can go to this place called the Center of Excellence, which is specifically for us. Um, what I had fought for so long uh, had finally come to uh, fruition. And I found, found myself down in PG County, Prince George's County, Maryland here, for those of you that don't know. And uh, it was a beautiful little facility. Um, I was there for 44 days learning about me, learning about why I had no control on drinking um, and why I needed to be sober for the rest of my life. Um, aside from just the will to live, uh, if I quit drinking as I was supposed to, all the benefits that would come my way from it. Uh, and I'll tell you, it's been an excellent ride so far. I will be one year sober on June 16th, so this month. Um, the clarity is coming back. Uh, you know, everything good that comes with it. Um, but anyway, since I've been sober now, I've been doing quite a bit of research, uh, continuing my education on mental health. Uh, and uh, as part of some of my Step 12 work for AA, I pay it forward, if you will. Because um, there's so many people out there that struggle with different things. It doesn't have to be alcoholism. It can be anything. Um, and there's so many of us out there, and we're too afraid to talk about it. And that was kind of my hope here, was to kind of make it more of a space where you can come and chat, learn maybe a thing or two. And uh, just talk mental health. Um, we'll see how it goes for a week or two. Uh, certainly uh, open to suggestions. Um, and, you know, if anybody wants to jump in ever, Feel free. Hey, Bo. What's going on there, buddy? Uh, we're trying this out tonight. First time. So, uh, I've already kind of gone into 15 minutes here of my story. Um, feel free to watch the replay. Uh, but basically, I am an alcoholic. Uh, firefighter here in Frederick, Maryland. I'm on the computer. There's something amiss. I haven't gone. Oh, we're good. Okay. I haven't gone live before, so this is new. I'm learning. All right. Um, but anyway, uh, yes, I'm an alcoholic. Um, I have one year of sobriety under my belt in less than two weeks, so I'm not there yet. But it's coming fastly. Uh, anywho, um, learning about mental health and everything that goes into it 
has really been one of the big things that have helped me along this process and uh and then sharing <clears throat> about it you know like anything from guilt and shame uh all the way down to you know how alcohol breaks down into your body and such just learning about all that stuff has has really been extremely helpful uh, and talking about it and sharing and hearing from others that have issues of, of any kind that are you know willing and open to talk about it so yeah i thought maybe we, you know i kind of been kicking around the idea of going live um talking to you guys i talk to you all the time on the on the comments section of other broadcasts and i like uh our interactions so i'm finally kicking off a live we'll see how this goes like i said give it a few weeks if it takes off cool if it doesn't you know we could we could always revamp it into something else um but uh back to me a little bit more about me because i was just going to make this one i didn't know how many people would pop in I, i'm you know like i said this is brand new so uh i was going to make this one like my story and kind of hopefully let the replay get around a little bit and then maybe in the next coming weeks it'll uh be a little bit more anticipated i just kind of got on out of the blue tonight <clears throat> um Anyway, back to where I was. Um, so I'm down at the, the rehab facility right now uh, in my story. And, uh, yeah, 44 days down there learning the ropes, um, getting getting the education I needed for myself because one of the biggest things – hey, Veda. <laughs> one of the biggest things that uh, I found that was very helpful – for me to come to terms with my issue was uh, that you have to learn about yourself. You have to learn about you first. Um, I had to learn that I was an alcoholic and I had to learn how to be okay with that. And I had to learn how to live life from here on out with this alcoholism as it were uh i know how i was living my life before and i enjoyed it of course but uh, my pancreas didn't like that too much so uh if if you didn't hear earlier on the broadcast i i drank myself into chronic pancreatitis with necrosis i've killed off about 15 percent of my pancreas almost um which is not 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 good very bad. Um, you only get one of those, and it turns out they're very vital. Um, so, anyway, uh, yeah, I went down to an inpatient facility for firefighters specifically. Um, and, yeah, I learned so much down there. I, how much depression I was carrying was one thing that just blew my mind. Because I've always been one of them guys that walks around, you know, making people laugh. I love making people laugh. Um, you know, life of the party, even when I wasn't drinking, uh, just try and just try and put smiles on people's faces. Uh, I, it was it, it blew my mind <clears throat> that I could carry any depression at all. Uh, it's crazy, but. Turns out uh, I took their depression scale, which was made by some sort of a uh, – hi, Lucia. Uh, I took their depression scale down there, which was made by, um, you know, famous collaboration of scientists and, and what have you. Thank you for the super hard award. I appreciate it. Um, oh, times two. Thank you, though. Um, yeah, so – I took their depression scale and my score on that was at the very lowest it could be. I hit severe depression and I was that, that was a big eye opener for me. Um, I, I took a look at it and I looked at my answers again. It was like 30 or 40 questions 
And I'm going over everything, and I'm like, huh. Wow. <laughs> it's starting to come to light. You know, there's there's things happening up here. And I'm one step closer to, to understanding what exactly is happening. Because, uh, like I said, this is all brand new to me. The way I was living, I thought everything was cool. Um, but yeah, um, back to the, uh, the center, uh, I would work down there. Oh, thank you, Veda. Appreciate it. Appreciate the haps hug. Um, if you guys, by the way, if you, if you know anybody that could, uh, benefit from talking mental health or anything like that, invite them, uh, I'll be trying to do this once a week, every Saturday. I would like to. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think it's a very important topic. I think it gets swept under the rug a lot. Um, also, like I said earlier, it helps me with my issue to kind of bring everything to light and to talk. Um, yes, thank you. Well, I'll keep going for you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I, where was I? I took my depression scale. That blew my mind. Um, another thing that they do at this rehab facility, was, which is a little bit different than your standard rehab facility, your standard 28-day program, um, this place gave you <clears throat> what's called trauma group. I have a mental health show every week. Would love to have it. Absolutely, uh, I would. I would love to be a part of it. Awesome. Yes, I would. Uh, more than more than happy to pop in, and uh, share or do whatever you would need me to do there. Um, I'll I'll keep an eye out for it. Uh, let's see. Oh, trauma group. Yeah. So we got specialized trauma. Um, significant loss. Uh, what else? Bad calls we ran. Um, as a firefighter, of course, we're exposed to a gamut of calls. Uh, doesn't you never know when you go to work what you're gonna run. But turns out that wasn't necessarily a lot of our issues. We were all firefighters down here at this inpatient rehab facility, so we had that in common. But what I learned, you know, in my time there, along alongside these guys that do the same job I do, uh, you know, every third day, 24 hours, we're on the clock. And we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, thank you for the great topic. Um, we'll, we'll hit, uh, we ride ambulances, we ride fire engines, and we ride rescue squads, which is basic. The, they don't have any water on them. They're just your giant toolboxes on wheels. Uh, Therefore, your vehicle accidents where there's people trapped and, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, the, the, the amount of stuff that we see day in and day out, it just kind of adds up. Um, you talk to any firefighter, they'll tell you none of the stuff on the job bothers me. Um, you know, I, I see it all the time. I'm numb to it, this, that, and the other. And yeah, there is some truth to that. Um, there is a, a good bit of truth to that. We do kind of put it behind or, uh, not behind us. We do kind of put it, I don't know what I'm looking for here. We, we set it aside. You know, what, what may bother us if you're on a, a vehicle accident where somebody's dead in the car and. Or what have you um you kind of put that your adrenaline's going it's it's not it's not an issue um it's it's the three or four months after the bad call where somebody burned up or something like that that's when it sets in that's when it becomes an issue and you kind of keep swallowing it over the course of 15 years and you know that shit adds up um but one of the interesting things down at the firefighter rehab center was that a lot of the, 
the trauma groups, um, that was very intimate group. It was five of us um, sitting around the table and everybody had a day, Monday through Friday. So like my day was Tuesday and I was in the hot seat and I would go one-on-one -on -one with the trauma clinician and just kind of work through, I worked through processing my divorce and I worked through um, a call I ran, oh, it's probably been 10 or 12 years ago now where a, a child, a baby drowned in a hot tub on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving night. Um, which I still carried that one around with me. Uh, yes, under the rug. Um, absolutely. Yeah, it gets swept under the rug. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I worked through those two um, incidents. And the reason I bring up my divorce is because it, it's very shocking how many firefighters in this program were it wasn't about calls we ran really it, it, it's all personal stuff all home stuff um a lot of stuff from childhood on you know it, it's just very interesting um to see that everybody's a human you know and to remember that is is a good thing <clears throat> um Anyway, I did a lot of good work in the uh, the trauma groups, processing through these three clinicians, they called them therapists, uh, counselors, whatever you'd like to look at them as. Uh, these, once you start talking about all of it, you realize that you're not alone. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, I had my groundbreaking moment with that, exactly that. Uh, my third day there, I came out of quarantine because we had to quarantine two days by ourselves uh, before we were allowed out into Gen Pop, if you will. Um, make sure we didn't have COVID or whatever. Um, and then we could join groups and stuff. So uh, my first group that I was sitting in, I was just like, you know what? I'm here. I'm not shy. Let's do it. I raised my hand first thing. And I said, yeah, I got something to say. And I started talking, you know, kind of looking down at my feet, you know, at first. And then, you know, next thing I know, I'm like two minutes into a story and I look up and there's just 12 other guys looking over at me like, yeah. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, wait, you guys know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so yeah, it's huge. Um, that's, that's one of the reasons I continue to do this kind of stuff in my year. I've, I got, I graduated rehab, if you will, uh, back in August of last year, August 7th, I got home back out into the real world. Um, and then I was back to work August 18th. Um, so ever since I've been working the steps of AA, I've made it through all 12 steps. I'm about to get my year chip, uh, two Wednesdays from now, the 16th and, um, continuing to do this. This is like 12 step work for me. Um, the 12 step for those of you that don't know of AA or any program is having had a spiritual awakening ourselves going forth and bringing it to others to happen, uh, to help, you know, usher new people in to, this lifestyle and making sure everything gets all the information that you've learned gets passed along to the next guy. So it's very exciting. Very exciting. Um, so yeah, uh, continuing on, uh, my, my time there was great. I would go back in a heartbeat. I don't know why it took so long for me to admit that I needed it. I, you know, a helping hand. I admire you so much for being so vulnerable and manly. <laughs> I hope that is how it is. Yes. Thank you, Beta. Absolutely. That's exactly what I want to do. That's exactly what we're here for. Um, to come on, uh, to show 
to show people that you know everybody's human and and to help people that uh aren't quite ready to talk about it you know that that's fine you don't have to be it took me a while to come to grips with with everything and and uh to be this open with it but once i started sharing and once i started being open about it it's kind of like the weight of the world uh uh is coming off and uh let me catch up here. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, if there's any questions out there, I'd be happy to answer. Um, we will uh, continue. Once a week is what I was thinking. I'm off every Saturday. Um so that's the easiest for me because my my schedule bounces around so much we, like i said we work every third day um <laughs> how long have you been out of rehab uh i got i went in last june last june 25th and i graduated um august 7th so this august will be a year um, my, the date of my last drink was June 16th of, or June 15th of last year. Um, June 16th was my first day sober though. So, um, I count that as my, I'm going to pick up my year chip on the 16th. Um, oh, no problem, Brett. Yes. Um, I'm glad that you guys are here. I'm glad everybody's tuning into it. I didn't know if this was going to take any traction or not. EMTs, etc. had some mental health issues way before marriage or anything. You said a lot of firefighters, EMTs, etc. had some mental health issues way before marriage. Oh, no, I, I was, I wasn't saying like, I don't feel like that's coming off right. Um, what I, what I was seeing at the center was that there was a lot of home home life stuff that we all deal with, whether it be divorce or financial problems or, you know, um, childhood issues, etc. Um, nothing like <laughs> we're just hiring, um, people, uh, that are mentally unstable or what have you. Uh, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just your daily life, uh, occurrences that, that really throw a wrench in, into your life. Um, a lot of people, a lot of the firefighters that I was down there with were working through more things like that than to say maybe a, a bad call they ran. Um, I, I, in 15 years on the job, I could tell, I could sit here and tell you stories all night about everything I've seen. And I'm, I could work another 15 years and I still wouldn't have seen everything there is to see. There are some sick and crazy people out there, let me tell you. Um, but, uh, but I digress, um, back to the, the topic at hand tonight is just my story. Um, uh, tonight I just wanted to put my story out there and hopefully catch some traction. What I want to do is to do this once a week and, uh, bring in, bring in you guys, bring in anybody, maybe have some guests on anybody that wants to open up and share is welcome also we can do question and answer um and i'd like to pick a topic every week like next week maybe we go over anger management or uh guilt and shame and how that affects everybody or sleep sleep is humongous sleep is so big to your mental health if you're on a bad sleep schedule then i mean your whole your whole day is shot from the get-go yes exactly what do you feel was the breaking point? My breaking point, like my rock bottom, is that what you mean? If that's what you mean, I I hit my rock bottom several times and then I kept jackhammering right on through um, until I finally hit the death, the de the knocking on death's doorstep was my, my, my breaking point. Um, I got pancreatitis with necrosis. Um, if I kept drinking, which I did keep drinking, it was 
most certainly 100% going to kill me. And yeah, I melted down onto my living room floor and I told my wife, I said, I am, this is beyond me. This is bigger than me. I can't do this. I, I have no control. And that's where I realized that, yeah, I did have no control of my life. I'd become unmanageable from myself. Um, I was, I was managing my wife, my life, my wife, I was managing my life in a way that was going to end in my death and it wasn't going to take long. So that's when I decided I needed to go down and get the help I needed so I could finish my career as a healthy firefighter and a healthy individual. Um, here in Frederick, firefighters can are eligible to retire at 20 years, and you can continue work and max out your pension in 28 years. But I've been on 14 years. I can, I can, I'll be eligible to retire in six years. <laughs> I should be able to be able to retire before I die. That's what I was thinking. Um, so, yeah. Um, sleep it is hard yeah it, it, it is hard to keep a good sleep schedule um we all have wacky schedules you know i don't know many people anymore with the nine to five schedule that i grew up knowing when you hit the workforce it's a nine to five life that's not my life by any means where your fellow firefighters supportive of your decision absolutely i can honestly say i got a lot of praise uh for going down because I went down on my own. Um, I went down to the center on my own accord, my own decision. I wasn't, my hand wasn't forced in any way to go down. I wasn't going to lose my job over it. Uh, or I wasn't at the point where my job was on the line yet. And, um, I wasn't in any trouble with the, with the department. That's one weird thing that I still don't know. I haven't figured out yet is how I kept my my disease, my, my alcoholism in check when I'd go on 24 hours at the fire station. I never crossed that line. I never drank while on duty. Uh, I knew I was there to do a job and you can't do this job drunk. Um, sometimes I'd work 48 hours straight and I wouldn't even give it a second thought, but the second I was off, man, I was drinking. Um, so that, that was interesting as well. I never, I never knew. How I did that, I'm an abuse survivor and my breaking point was being so deep into my depression that I thought ending my life was doing a favor to everyone. You share, I share. Thank you, thank you, Lucia. Yes, thank you for sharing. Um, yes, depression, we are definitely gonna do a week, maybe two weeks on depression, where we're just gonna talk about depression, managing depression, living with depression. Um, what, the, what everybody's doing. I know everybody has to have depression. Even if you don't think you have it, you have it to some aspect. Uh, like I said earlier, I didn't think I was depressed at all, but it turns out I was severely depressed. I was just masking it. Um, but yes, uh, we will, we will hit depression. Definitely. Um, and yeah, like I said earlier as well, invite uh, invite anybody that you know that could benefit from talking about this kind of stuff. Every Saturday, every Saturday night at eight, I think I'm going to try and do this. Um, <laughs> there's so many types of depression. Yes, there is. We don't know each other, but I'm very proud of you. Oh, thank you, Bo. Thank you very much. You can be functional and still be depressed. Absolutely. You can be functional and still be an alcoholic. I was a very high-functioning alcoholic. Um, I treated the drink as if it was a part of normal life. Like, it, it, it was completely normal for me to be drinking at any given time. Um, that's how life was for me, you know? Um, one of the eye, another eye-opening thing down at the center that I learned was that that was part of the problem. Um, you know, I used to uh, drink with my buddies or what have you, and the first one starting, you know, and last one drink, last one standing, 
And I'm thinking, what's wrong with you guys? Uh, come on, keep up, whatever. <laughs> and it was down at the center that the uh, counselor would point out, uh, that's a problem. You're not normal. <laughs> they're, they're acting normal. This is how alcohol is supposed to work in your body. Uh, you shouldn't be able to just keep going and going. That's the hard part to admit that it was normal to you. I'm so. What, Bo? That's the hard part to admit that it was normal to you. There's some. There's a lot that was hard to admit. Um, the the fact that it was normal to me was uh, more or less. That that wasn't hard to admit. It was it was befuddling to to. Uh, it was like Twilight Zone. If you're familiar with the old show, The Twilight Zone, it was like you're living your life in a normal way, what you think is normal. And then all of a sudden the tables are flipped and uh, you're you're not normal. You're not reacting normally to the alcohol. The people that you think are, uh, you know, what's wrong with you? Come on, keep up. They're the ones that are acting or reacting normally to alcohol um yeah just so much though that i learned down there i want to bring forward onto this platform in some sort of way and we can talk about it um and lucy i'd, I'd look forward to um getting onto your broadcast and and seeing what you do there i've got to get see if i can get from subscribe i subscribe to you now so i get any updates um do you have, can you tell me when you normally do your show? I'll pencil it in and try and hop on there. Um, but other than that, um, that's pretty much my story in 45 minutes. I mean, there's more to tell, definitely. Don't, don't subscribe to it. It's a trap. Oh. Oh my! What time is it? We got to get ready for uh, Jim in Chicago. Land's got trivia tonight. Let's see, got that in an hour. Thank you again, Veda. I I tried to watch Hap Stars this week, um, and I I just saw like a three second clip. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um. Trivia. Yeah, Jim in Chicago land. If you don't subscribe to him, I'm sure we all do. Yeah, I figured as much. Some some technical issues. Um, Got to get on Sports for the Blind for that, right? Isn't that his job? <laughs> live streaming. Yep, yep. Yeah, so Jim in Chicago land. He's going live in about an hour, I think. He'll have trivia. His Saturday night trivia. Wow, thank you. Thank you, Brett. Um, thank you, Bo. Thank you, thank you. Um, so, yeah, uh, August 7th, I got back, and it's been nothing but constant learning. We got to keep on learning um, to stay sane, to stay safe, to stay in a good spot. For sure, I'll email you when I can. Let me it. Have I got you. Thank you. All right, let me copy that down. I will definitely. Uh, I will get down there. I'll I'll send you an email. Thank you for the award. Appreciate award. Um. Yeah, if, if there's any more questions, I mean, I'd be happy to answer anything. I'm I'm very open, uh, open about it. Tell your friends um, if you guys got some good support uh, on the mental health side of things that are in here now, um, or know people that could uh, benefit from the discussion. Please feel free to let them know about this Saturdays Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern time. 
Uh, I live here in Frederick, Maryland, uh, almost on the eastern shore, but not quite. I'm mid-Maryland, about three hours from the beach. So, great time because I never had Saturday evening plans. I know, me either now. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> uh, it's it's fun. It's fun living the sober life. Uh I, I actually enjoy it a good bit now. I have to admit, my, my brain's getting sharper again. I'll get on uh, and watch Piano Man do his crossword puzzle and uh, try and play along. I'll tell you what, some of those answers on the New York Times crossword puzzle, I still... He explains it, and then I still don't get it. It was a great meeting. I'm glad you decided to open up and talk about it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love when my brain starts sharpening, especially when you thought gone for good. Yes, indeed. Yeah. It, it turns out, uh, yeah, I used to do crosswords all the time. I wasn't quite up to the Piano Man 5.0 level with the New York Times, but I could I could mess around with the Daily Paper. And... Uh, um, yeah, as I kept drinking and drinking and drinking, I, I noticed that my brain was not, I guess, I want to say it was like turning to mush, you know, like I couldn't remember simple shit. I couldn't, uh, you know, answer the same questions that I used to be able to. <laughs> PTSD mind, yes. I was also diagnosed with PTSD. Another one that kind of blew my mind. Didn't know I had that, but it. Turns out you only need to hit a few markers to, and it is a spectrum, you know, there's a, there's a spectrum of PTSD, like from, you know, flashbacks to, you know, all, anything that reminds you of a certain uh, trauma could be considered um, PTSD. Um, but we, we will definitely talk more about PTSD. Uh, I have a great, um, I have a great lesson that I will be more than happy to share on here about the traumatic brain and why PTSD is a thing. You know, uh, it takes a little bit to explain, um, but I'd have to upload a graphic too. I got to figure out how to do all that. But it's it's a very interesting. Never drank before, and so I suddenly was drinking. <laughs> yes, it, I exactly, Veda. I I knew, I knew what I was doing to my brain. I just, I didn't know to what extent, you know, to what level it was hitting on. So, um, me too, being triggered and not knowing what it what, what that was, it was insane. Exactly. Exactly. Triggers, that's another good thing to talk about on here. Um, I got to start a list. Start me a list here. Throw, you guys can throw some topics out there if you want me to bring them up on the show in coming weeks. We got PTSD. Depression, depression. I'm telling you, that's going to be like a part one, part two, part three. There's just so much to talk about there. Triggers, insomnia, sleep. Definitely, we're going to do sleep. I got sleep down there in big letters. Diet, eating healthy is is uh, is a small thing you can do to uplift yourself. Um, yeah. It was kind of explained to me, like, if you eat like shit, you're going to feel like shit. And that makes sense, right? I mean, yeah, fried chicken is good and mac and cheese. It tastes good, but then you feel like dog crap afterwards. And what's the what's the rest of your day going to be like? Sleep. So we'll do eating. Triggers. The traumatic brain I wanted to do. Yeah, like I said, I got a really good 
a really, really good, uh, well, they, they gave us a really good lesson on the traumatic brain. And I, I took a copious amount of notes. I've got two notebooks worth, worth of stuff from rehab. We traumatized brains need lots of omega-3s. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I'll tell you, the, the assortment of pills I'm on from all of this, and it's not even uh, like I'm on an antidepressant, of course. I take sertraline. That works for me. Um, but then I put a, I was put on a gamut of vitamins and, and, uh, and stuff. B1. Um, what else? The, you know, your, your typical multivitamin. I got my B1 over there. Uh, folic acid. Um, all kinds of stuff. I got... <laughs> I love to talk supplements. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I had to get, so I'm 34 years old, um, and I had to get a, a pill caddy that's like this fucking big. Uh, it's got day and nighttime. I take probably five pills in the morning, and the, and it's not like a lot of pill pills. It's a lot of supplements and, and stuff like that for, for my pancreas, for my digestive system, for my blood pressure, because all that got askew when um when all these health issues started happening and then to take my body completely off of drinking which had been such a humongous part of my diet i guess you would say for and and mental aspect of it it just shocked my entire system so yeah i'm on daytime nighttime it's it's crazy i feel like an old man <laughs> folic acid is synthetic folate but many absorb this same with B12. Huh. Many bodies can't absorb that. I'll have to look into that. That's interesting. I actually don't know exactly what the folic acid does for me. They just, it was one of those ones they threw at me at rehab that said, all anybody that detoxes from alcohol, we usually put on B1 folic acid and uh, just a regular multivitamin. Um, but yes, I will definitely look that up. I, I'll look more into that and we'll just add that to the list supplements or, or brain pills. Um, and then, you know, there's also some topics of CBT, um, cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavioral therapy, uh, DBT, um, guilt and shame is one of my favorites. You'll hear, hear me talking about that a good bit if this continues on like I hope it does. Guilt and shame, the difference between the two, how they go together, um, and how everybody reacts to it. the guilt and shame. DBT, CBT, great topics. Oh, my God, guilt and shame. Yes, that's a great. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I got some great – I got some great topics to start – planning shows around Saturday nights, 8 p.m. Sounds like Veda's in. I don't want to – I I also picked Saturday because it doesn't – other than uh, Jim and Chicago Lands trivia, I don't know that I would be stepping on anybody's toes. Like I don't want to – I don't want to go live uh, opposite of Hap Stars. Come on now. Nobody will be here. <laughs> one yeah and then you got Tuesdays and Fridays nobody's going up against uh beardo weirdo show they, they run monopoly on this joint which I'm glad they do because that that show makes me so happy <laughs> oh thank you Jackie Yes, that will be June 16th, one year. I will bring my my year token to the party when I get it. Um, more people don't have Saturday plans than you think, especially some sober humans. Yes, yes. Well, plus with the coronavirus, it's been – everything's starting to lift in, in Maryland. I don't know how it is where you guys are. Um, 
I'm not much of a world traveler. I was born here in Frederick, Maryland, and 34 year, years later, I still live in Frederick, Maryland. Um, the furthest west I've made it in this country is Detroit from Maryland. So <laughs> good for me. But uh, absolutely. So yes, every every Saturday night we'll do this at 8 o'clock. Mental health hour. Um, feel free to go back and watch my replay for those of you that have just got in here. Uh, the, this week was the pilot week. This week was my story. Um, I, You'll have to excuse it until we got some people in here uh, talking and stuff. I was just kind of winging it. And uh, so the first 15, 20 minutes, it's kind of just like me talking without real line on where I was going. <laughs> I knew what I wanted to say, but getting from point A to point B was uh, was interesting. I was on six continents before I was 25. I'm good staying home. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't have a problem staying at home. I'm, I'm happy. Um, the, the most I went out when I was drinking and stuff, I wouldn't make it further than the closest bar. So, and I, and I would post up there for the better part of six or seven hours and then come home and do stuff because I found it easier to do stuff after I had been drinking. At least it was more interesting. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. Yeah, yeah, we've all been there rambling. Well, I did want to try and get my story out there. I hope it came across. I mean, as as this goes on each week, we'll we'll get into more of of my story, I guess, because I'll remember certain things as as we talk uh, as we start talking about sleep or triggers or um, the traumatic brain um, I'll remember little stories here and there a little quib uh, life life stories even um, and I might even if you all want I could share some uh, some of my calls that I run if you want to hear any of those stories um, I think you deserved it wonderfully, delivered it wonderfully, can't I tell you. Yep, yep. I'm looking forward to this too. I think it'd be great. Um, also, I want to, I'm looking forward to getting on Lucia's broadcast about mental health. I've got, I'm subscribed now, so we will, we will be there. Um, I don't know how you run your show. Uh, if you ever want me to come on. I, I'd be happy to do that too, but I also like just hanging out in the comments section. <laughs> so, all right, guys, that's about it for me. Um, I'm gonna I gotta go do a couple things, but I'll be back on here later at ten, I think it is, for Jim's trivia. So I will see you guys there if you are on. Um, if you don't know Jim in Chicago land, subscribe to him. He's awesome. Uh, he does a wonderful program called Catalyst that I am on every Wednesday night. Uh, it is uh, his, uh, what, what does he say? Mute the TVs, stop the doom scrolling. He puts a fire on his camera. You know, he'll, he'll do a fire pit and that's the whole screen. It's just a fire or a candle. And, and basically you just go in there and you chat about whatever. It's very nice. Um, Catalyst is the name of it. I highly recommend it. If you don't subscribe to him, get on there. It's a great time. Talk about anything, you know, just unwind, relax, and chat. So, again, thanks, guys, for being here. Uh, I'm going to hop off here and get a couple things done before trivia time. So, uh, great to see you guys. I'll keep – I'll do some research for next week. Next week, I think we'll we'll just start with uh, depression. How's that sound? We'll start there. That seems like a good place to start and get into some other stuff. So, all right, guys. Thank you. I'll see you guys next time. All right. Bye.